Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, I have a comic book in here now. Convert book, convert individual book to what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we doing? Um, use cover from source file if it's even there. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. This one page, the problem with this fucking thing is it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Comic input, output as a, oh, I can output it as PNG. That would actually make more sense, huh? Mm. It's not going to do it as an EPUB. It's going to do it as pictures. Yeah, I don't oh, sound no, like a, I, I don't want to sound like a badass, but I ejected my USB without removing it safely. <laughs> you do like to live dangerous. I do. I do. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I am Stephen Vargas, coming to you live from uh, Los Angeles, California, and coming to you via Betamax because of their superior quality. That's right. Adam, a motherfucking Riley. Hey, they did have better audio quality, though. No, they did. They did. But the video wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Kind of way. I'm coming from LaserDisc, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, how hot has it been over there in Arizona? You know what? Today was actually a rare occurrence where it was cloudy all day, and it sprinkled for like a second, but it was <laughs> nice. Dude. It was like breezy. I was going to say, did it evaporate before it hit the ground? <laughs> no, it wasn't that hot today. Tomorrow will be hotter than shit, but it wasn't that hot today. But August is the hottest month. It's usually like <sighs> the coolest, quote unquote. It will be is like 104. Oh Jesus! And then they can get up to like 110. But we, the way Phoenix works is you'll have heat waves. So like 104 to someone who lives here isn't that bad. It's uncomfortable, but it's not bad because honestly, and they say it's a dry heat. I mean, it's still hotter than shit, but it's yeah. it's not as bad as if it was humid out. Right. But then you'll have the monsoon season, which will make it humid and hot, and that sucks. Or you'll have these like week long heat waves of 116 to 126, where you just want to fucking hang yourself. <laughs> But yeah, that's not currently happening. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been like a hundred degree, hovering around a hundred degrees here for like the last last couple of days, and uh, today was a little humid. Like right now, it's like nice outside, but not like really cool. So, it's Yay. gonna it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. <laughs> it's gonna suck donkey balls. It's gonna suck, baby. <laughs> oh, but uh, so over uh, the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been doing some stories about Google, you know, modifying their Google Plus app, and I know you're hating on it right now. Um, I'm so, hating on it because I can't use it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, the new Google Plus app is actually they finally got their shit together. Like one of the problems was is if you have if you're like me, you have um. And I'm talking to the people out there. If you're like, you know, like Adam and I that have a page that we manage, you know, the Lazy Geeks page, you have to have it tied to a, a Gmail account. 
So problem was is that in order to switch back and forth, you actually had to dig into your settings. You had to sign out of it. You had to re-sign in, but you had to sign in under your page. It was it was just it was bullshit. Is what it was. Uh, but in this latest update, all you have to do is hit the side button. Screen pops up, shows whose profile, and switch from right there. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and also if you share, like I I like today I was sharing from. Uh, I wasn't at my computer, so I was sharing from WordPress to uh, the Google Plus page. And when I get to share Google Plus, it actually window comes up and it asks me which which one do I want to post it to. So much more simplified, so much easier, and so much nicer. I'm like, oh, cool! I may actually want to use the app now. You it's know? Like, oh, it makes sense now. Exactly. Oh, wow. Google got their head out of their ass and figured out, oh, hey, you know what? Other people let you do this stuff. Why can't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but that, uh, that made it pretty cool because now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll actually play around with both apps and, you know, figure out, you know, start using that page more now that it's simplified. Um, but, oh, hey, so, <laughs> my girl. This motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> goes and gets me something just completely out of blue. She goes, I just wanted to get you something. Um, so first off, Adam saw the picture. I got an Avengers lunchbox. I saw nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I did see the picture. Uh, uh, Avengers I don't know why box. you need Avengers lunchbox for. Punk ass ain't going nowhere. I, 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 you never know. You ain't bringing that to work. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that's going on my wall next to my, uh, uh, family guy, something, something dark side lunchbox. Um, but that was kind of a little side gift. Uh, but I've always wanted, and if you've seen the Big Bang Theory, you know what I'm talking about, the Rubik's Cube Kleenex holder. You can't, mm. you can't get it, like, anywhere. She got one. She found it. She got one and got it for me with a box of Kleenex. So, you know, I'm like, damn. She went, like, straight through. Goes, I just won't give you just the holder. I'll get you an actual box of Kleenex. And Did that, she get you the Kleenex with the lotion built in? Because that's nasty. She she did because that's nasty. <laughs> Not for me. No, <laughs> no, <I was> there. <laughs> no, like I remember when they first came out with that, and it was all like like the tissue was wet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're kind of like, oh, so you you kind of thought somebody used to before you got to it. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And then you're like, well, maybe, uh, uh. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got a big evening planned tomorrow night. <laughs> so my my wife went to open house for my daughter at school. And it's like a new kind of school, and you know it's doing it's it's a dope school. But they had like a raffle, and the the uh, grand prize was um, tickets to Phoenix tonight or tomorrow night's um, or Monday nights uh, WWE Raw, like Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. And my wife kind of likes wrestling. I'm whatever about it. Um, <laughs> But she won the tickets. It's like four tickets. So it's going to be me, her, my daughter, and my sister. So I'm like, all right, so I got to go up to this fucking wrestling match, right? I, I'm not and, – and I, I try to explain to people, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you don't like to go to wrestling? No, it's not that. You don't like to go sporting? No, I just don't like going out, period. Like, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just don't like leaving my house unless I have to go to work. And they have to give me money to do that. <laughs> you know, like, I pay my rent. And I pay my bills, you know. But, you know, once I get there, I'll have a good time. But it's funny because I was telling people at work, like, yeah, I can hit up that WWE, whatever. Have a good time, you know. Because I'm the type of person, I mean, you, you make the best of it. Like, even if you're not into it. Like, if I went to a football game, I don't like football. But if I went to a football game, I'd have a good time. You know, it, it's it's whatever. You just have a good time. But they're like, that's white trash shit. I'm like, for real, dude. Like, <laughs> and then this one dude's like. Oh, fucking only the stupidest Americans like that shit. And I'm like, you know my wife likes this shit, right? Like, you're talking about my wife right now. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you a chance to rectify that statement before I knock you the fuck out. <laughs> before I pull your balls out of your throat. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> you may enjoy it. Chances are you won't. <laughs> now. But I'm, so I go to the website. Like what's gonna happen, you know? 
they say a couple of big names are going to be there. Triple H, you know, the big show. A couple cats that I know from back when I used to watch wrestling. So I'm like, all right, all right, you know. And then you get to the Divas, though. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what Divas are going to be there? So um, AJ Lee is going to be there, and she looks cuter than a button. <laughs> Just, it says, what was her bio real quick? It says, is AJ Lee the figment of some manga geek's adolescent imagination? She's an avid video gamer, regular thumbs through regularly thumbs through comic books, and wears the scuffs of her Chuck Taylors with pride. Obviously a persona, but right. <laughs> if you get into it, <laughs> sometimes suspending belief, but she's cute, so that'll work out. Wrestling is fun to watch. I, I actually don't know why I stopped watching it. I think because it's, it's one of those things that's fun to watch, but it's not – you grow out of it. You do, you do. But actually, it's funny because uh, when I was a kid, they used to have wrestling on Saturday mornings, and my parents would actually be watching that, and I'd come in and and, and um, sit and watch watch them watch it, you know. So it was kind of it was kind of something you know we kind of did. That was kind of our ritual, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, eventually you kind of grow out of it. You get interested in girls, and you know. Yeah. You know what's stupid though is it's like silly popular still. Mm. Like oh, it's one of the most popular sports cuz even if it is fake wrestling it's still a sport. I mean they they <laughs> you have to train and all that shit. It's not they're basically doing um like synchronized fighting. Yeah. I, I guess you could call it. Yeah, you know, it's I still choreographed. Respect yeah. Yeah, I still respect them though. You know what I mean? Like right. a lot of people go, "Oh, that shit's fake." I'm like, I like to see you fucking do that shit. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Like but Maybe The Rock will be there. I'll be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> then he'll turn to you and you and he'll give you that one look and you'll be like, I love every movie you've done. <laughs> <laughs> that eyebrow look. <laughs> hey, I don't know what's up with The Rock, though, because I was watching an old clip of his wrestling like yesterday. And then I, I, I saw him on the TV and I'm like, that motherfucker's huge. Yeah. He's yoked up. I don't know. What the... <laughs> he doesn't need me. And he doesn't need to be. Did you ever did you ever see Fast Five? Ah uh, no. Oh man, because he's in that and he's in the franchise now. But oh, like, no, I did see it. I did. Yeah, see it. where he's in that shirt that literally was screaming to be set free, and <laughs> like you see his like muscles bulging out of the shirt. And you're thinking that shirt is like, don't don't sneeze, Rock. Don't sneeze. We won't be able to take that. It's all at you. <laughs> <laughs> He does the whole Hulkamania, but he doesn't even want to. Yeah. Like, he's just trying to put his shirt on. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just trying to get ready for work. Think of how many, think how many shirts he has. He costs. Oh, fuck. His shirt rips right off of him. Damn it. Sick of this shit. <laughs> Why don't they make quality shit? <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to have a good time. I know that. I'm going to take some pictures, too. Yeah, there you go. With my Windows phone. The camera works. Piece of shit. <laughs> oh, uh, Adam will be Adam will be happy on this. Uh, for those of you that have listened to this, uh, the older episodes of this, or have listened to the uh, the Cinephile podcast, you know, uh, old man dude. Um, a year, uh, about almost a year and a half ago, he got the iPhone 4S. He's there, he's available for his upgrade, and he's seen the light. He's make going to the uh, Galaxy S4 tomorrow. I remember when I remember when he got that phone, and we were over there recording a podcast. And I was like, "Let me see that motherfucker." And you know, the first thing you do is fuck around with Siri. Yeah. Especially back then. And I'm like, Siri, why are you a bitch? <laughs> Stupid stuff. And Siri was actually kind of cool. Like it was a fun toy. Yeah, it's a fun novelty. Yeah, I wouldn't use it steady, but. Yeah. But yeah, so he's seen the light now, and uh, tomorrow we're gonna go get him. Uh, a proper phone. A proper phone. A proper phone. A phone that a man can be proud of. Exactly. A one, oh, dude, uh, I don't know if you saw that meme, but uh, there's a, there was a meme online with this, this guy sitting with like this huge-ass iPhone in front of him, and they're like, now presenting the iPhone 20. And it was like, the thing was like ridiculous. It was literally like about four feet. <laughs> Did it only go length, too? Yeah, it only went length. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Like, I'm like, dude, everybody wants. I think the minimum of phone should be is 4.3. 
a minimum. I yeah. will not never go below a 4.3. And actually, when you go above a 4.3, I think it gets kind of big. But the fucking iPhone is so small. Like I, I, I get them at work, and I put them in my hand, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is this like a toy? Well, it's funny because like, he was like – he was looking at the video because I was showing him like about the S4 because he liked mine, the S3. And I'm like, well, dude, you don't have an S3, so might as well just go with the S4, you know, and like, it's the newest one. Just go for it. And like he put his phone up to my screen and the size of my screen is of the size of his phone. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, no. I And I hold this one. I'm like, dude, this thing is tiny. So I don't know. Waste of fucking time is what it is. He was so proud. Of, he was so proud of that phone too. Yeah, his first real smartphone. This is the best phone ever. Shut the fuck up. Go sit down. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you think it's time to get in some news? I guess. All right. So of course, topping the movie, uh, the movie and television uh, news. So it's official. It's done, and there's nothing any of us can do about it. So unless you're living under a rock for the last, oh, few days and have had no access to any type of social media, it was it was announced that Ben Affleck will be the new Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the upcoming Man of Steel sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, too. The nerd hate has begun, and boy, did it move swift. Many people, even some of his fans, aren't sure if this casting will work for the potential Justice League franchise. Tweets ranging from he was the bomb in Phantoms, yo, to uh, somewhere Christian Bale is giggling. But there, <laughs> but I think this could be a, a there could be different for various reasons. Uh, the film has been given a July 17, 2015, which places about two and a half months after the release of the Avengers: Age of Ultron, which is sure to bring in huge business. However. With the announcement of Affleck, many people started pointing to his quote-unquote bad films like Geely and the decades-old Daredevil. I'm still unsure about the casting choice. Many studios generally want to move in a different direction when they cast a new actor in a famous role. Remember the fervor over Michael Keaton as the original film Batman? Or even Daniel Craig as James Bond? Affleck has grown as a filmmaker, and he could bring something different to the role. Many people, I'm sure, were expecting me to completely nerd out and scream bloody murder. But the casting choice seems odd. To be honest, there are some seriously there were some seriously bad names floating around for Batman like Orlando Bloom. So this choice seems tame in comparison. So I guess when he met with Warner Brothers earlier this year, it wasn't for Justice League like uh, like he said it was. So dude, well, it sort of, it sort of is for Justice League. It, it is, but not for him. Like everybody's saying, oh, he was going to direct it, oh. and. And, uh, no. yeah. Well, maybe he will. Well, fucking shit. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. I All he needs though. to do is start singing. He'll be the triple threat. Oh. <laughs> uh, Listen, uh, I think. That I think, nerd um, hate. Did you do that nerd hate? Like, was swift. Oh, you know what? It was just the same shit when they said he thought it was going to be the Joker. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, yeah, when it, when I first heard it, I was like, mm. I don't know about this, you know, maybe maybe he could pull it off, whatever. I mean, he's talent. He's not a, a buster, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, they said Miley Cyrus is going to play Batman or something. like. Miley yes. Cyrus is Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please don't. Um, so, I mean, I'll give him a chance. He deserves a chance. Yeah. And I think it's stupid to bring up movies like Gigi and, or Geely or whatever and fucking Daredevil. First of all, Daredevil, he wasn't bad in Daredevil. Daredevil was just a shit movie. Yeah. Like if you really watch that movie, he's not horrible in it. His lines suck. His the directing sucks. Everyone around him sucks. Yeah, because even was, fucking Jennifer Garner wasn't that bad in that movie. It, it, it was like the film itself was the script was written bad, and this is also before the time. And I think you made a point of this on on our Facebook page is that it was before the time that we actually. Um, before comic book movies were really taken that seriously. Because it was just before the Nolan Batman movies where suddenly, oh, hey, you got to start taking them kind of seriously. Like the coolest the coolest comic book movies were the Spider-Man movies. Right. At that time. And the Spider-Man movies are cool movies, but they're not fucking like they are now. Yeah. They were still campy as shit. 
Yeah. You know, so I just think people are fucking tripping for no reason. I mean, and, and I expected it as soon as I heard it. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to turn the internet off for a minute. Cause <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I know when I, when I first heard that, I go, and the internet is about to explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Like, and there are people, you know, where like, you know, so people are like, oh, my soul just died. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, first of all, it's not that important. And this is coming from a die-hard fucking Batman fan since I could read. You know, like, I, I love the character. I really always wanted to be the best it is. But we live in a, a world now where they're going to reboot it 17 times before you die. Yeah. So it doesn't – even if – honestly, I'm 28. I will probably see the origins of the Justice League at least three times right. in my life, at least. You know, it's it's who cares? Even if you don't like this go around, the next go around will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like uh, when I heard the nerd hate, I was like, it's an odd choice. And I openly admit that it's not a choice that I would have totally gone with. Um, You know, it's been 10 years since Daredevil. He's grown as an actor. He's a good director. I mean, everybody. Yeah, goes. Everybody goes to his bad films 10 years ago. You know, it's like, yeah, but nobody mentions Argo, which he won an Academy Award for, or The Town, you know, or... Or you want to really pull one in, and one that kind of goes more along with um, this character, that uh, fucking, what do they call it, Hollywoodland? Where yeah. he played the actor who played Superman, yeah. and yeah. he was dope in that movie. Yeah, and, he, and then he directed, you know, Gone Baby Gone. This guy has a different approach to it now. You know, he's older, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's not... That guy he's not, living, he's not living that life. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, to me, it's like I'll wait to see what happens. You know, because when I, you know, Henry Cavill as uh, Superman, I was like, I don't know. Because I've seen him in like, you know, uh, what was it, The Immortals. And I was like, mm, I don't know. But I liked him. You know, I saw his performance and I was like, yeah, I, I dig this guy. This guy's Superman to me. So we'll see. We'll just have to see. So tone down the nerd hate a little bit little bit you know like just don't don't get so heated up i mean because you make the in, the internet fun but at the same time it's like dude fun at your expense right yeah you know, just... <laughs> moving on to uh casting a casting choice that i believe would be stellar <laughs> right yeah um if there is one thing you could say about me personally when i die whoa i got real serious about this shit. hold yeah. on Real solemn about it. There's one thing you could say about me when I die. It's that I was a huge fan of Harley Quinn. So that's the one thing you'll be able to say about me <laughs> when I die. Um, if you need further clarification as to how deep my liking of the character goes, my daughter's name happens to be Harley, and that's real talk. My youngest daughter's name is Harley. Yep. That's geek cred. You guys can freaking be jealous later. <laughs> if that's not if that's not being a fan, I don't know what is. Blah blah blah. Either way. When I hear about someone thinking about playing the character, be it voice acting or a possible future live action role, I have to I have to see if they would be a good fit personally. Katie Sackoff of Battlestar Galactica fame and other shit, but you know. Yeah, but most of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I think she did a cameo in uh, Big Bang Theory. Yes. That's about it, though. That's all she's done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, has expressed her interest in the role if it ever came to be on the big screen. So she says, I love Harley Quinn. I do. Um, she said in a recent interview with Esquire magazine, I just love it. Harley's like the female Joker. Now that comment, that comment in itself, you need to kind of tone down a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> She's cute enough to get away with it. Um, as we know, Harley Quinn has made it hasn't made it to the big screen yet. Ooh, I put has made it to the big screen yet. Oops. Um, let alone a live action role. This fact is actually a plus for Sackoff since she wouldn't have any shoes to fill. Uh, she says, who wouldn't want to do that? Quite potentially, quite potentially, it's not around, so I wouldn't feel the weight of it. I'd probably sell my firstborn at that point to do that. <laughs> um, I, I think she'd be dope, dude. Like, like first, she looks the part, for yeah. one. I mean, that's not everything, but she does. She, you can see her being Harley Quinn. But like, and every a lot of people, when this article came out, 
um, or the news came out, uh, people were saying, yeah, but she's always playing some tough chick, like hardcore. And I'm like, yeah, but if I think she can pull off that crazy shit. Yeah, because it's different. I mean, yeah, she's playing a tough chick, but you know, she can play Harley Quinn. I mean, you know, let's 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 be real about Harley Quinn. There's not a lot girly girl about her. She's know. girly girl until she gets pissed off, and right. then she's fucking killing everybody in the room. Exactly. So it's it's um. See, the thing is, and a lot of people don't realize too. A lot of people say, "Oh, it's Joker's girlfriend." Harley Quinn is an extremely one of the most complicated characters in comic books. And, and I'm gonna say that right now, just because of her origin, her role she plays with the Joker. She's not just the stand-in chick, right. you know, like like her whole just thing, you know, of going on like how he, he's her, what does he call her, his greatest joke, you know, and, and the shit behind that, and it's it's a crazy storyline. I think that if they took it on seriously, it would be dope. Right. Like it would be real dope. I think she needs a standalone trilogy. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Imagine doing a standalone Harley Quinn movie. That would be weird. That would be kind of. She, I think she's. She needs some other people in the movie. <laughs> yeah, you can't really. I mean, because she kind of needs the Joker. You, you can't really do a standalone Harley Quinn movie. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, so. This one here is not so much of an article, article per se, but uh, it's uh, something that Adam and I can probably talk at a little bit. Uh, this week, this past week was GamersCon. So, of course, uh, Sony kind of <laughs> – it's funny because Microsoft had a big deal with their launch titles, but Sony kind of stole the show by actually saying, oh, yeah, by the way, our um, – our console's coming out um, uh, November – shit, what was the date? Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, let me look 16th? that up. 16th? November 16th? I think it was the 16th. I'm going to check right now. But uh, yeah, so they actually give a release date. Microsoft, for some oddball reason, is still not firm on a release date. I think they, what they were doing is they are probably waiting for um, – Sony to announce, so then they can decide: Do we want to do it before, or do we want to do it after? And you know how that goes with Microsoft; they haven't been so, I don't know, good about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've kind of been on the whole, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna announce our shit first, and then Microsoft goes and takes it. Uh, Sony goes and takes it, and then you're done. Um, fuck, I know it was in here somewhere. It's one of these stories. But uh, it is mid-November that it's coming out. Uh, now, with the launch titles for Sony, uh, they've, according to uh, GamersCon, they are going to release um, 33 games in their launch window. And that means their launch window goes from November 15th. Oh, yeah, because it, it's November 15th to, uh, uh, is when it's released, and their launch window ends New Year's Eve. Mm. Uh, so, And then you can't buy it anymore. Right, then it's done. You can't buy a limited edition. They would have all, they would have all red ringed by then, and <laughs> or they'll be on the replacements. Right, right, right. Uh, so uh, they announced their titles and to be honest you know some of the concern is are they going to do like what nintendo does and i don't really think we have to worry about that uh now they've confirmed 33 games sony said that they're going to have more than 100 they have more than 180 games in development for the playstation 4 they also confirmed naughty dog media molecule and sony santa monica are all working on titles for the upcoming platform now here's the list of titles expected in that launch window NBA 2K14, Call of Duty Ghosts, Skylander Swap Force, Need for Speed Rivals, Battlefield 4, Madden NFL 25, FIFA 14, NBA Live 14, Killzone Shadowfall, which looks fucking sick, yes. Drive Club, Knack, uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Watch Dogs, Just Dance 2014, and Lego Marvel Superheroes. So Best game in that list. Just Dance 2000. 
<laughs> really? Because I was going to go with Skylanders, but, you know, that, that works too. <laughs> um, now, for the Microsoft side, uh, they basically have stated that uh, they're going to have over 20 games available launch day. Uh, now, they didn't necessarily say how many games are going to be in the launch window. So, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Although they did revise their original planning of target release countries was 21. Now they've revised it to 13. So, yeah, they yeah. They, they took a step back on that. Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so here's the launch titles for the Xbox One. Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, uh, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghost, Crimson Dragon, Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, uh, Fighter Within, Forza Motorsport 5, Just Dance 2014, Killer Instinct, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, uh, Loco Cycle, Madden 20, uh, NFL 25, uh, NBA 2K14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Rivals, Peg, uh, Peggle 2, Power Star Golf, Rise, Son of Rome, Skylander Swap Force, Watch Dogs, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness. Which, you Zumba know, Fitness. Whatever. I, I don't care about it enough to actually get the name right. Dude, the the last Zumba Fitness game was the number one selling game in Europe for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I mean, I guess for an extra, like if you're it, where the exercise game genre is concerned, the Zumba Fitness games are like supposed to be crazy dope. Right. But the only exercise my, my shit gets is my fingers when I'm playing <laughs> video games. <laughs> Lean and mean. I mean, to be honest, with some of the with the games, I think for me the biggest draw is Killzone for the PS4. Oh yeah, because it's an it's a PS it's a Sony exclusive. Um, Rise Son of Rome, it's Crytek. It looks cool, but I don't know. It does. It looks it looks cool, but it looks like an interactive movie. Yeah, like you're just pushing buttons when they tell you to push buttons. Yeah, and and aside from that, you know, Assassin's Creed, Battlefield, Call of Duty, FIFA, Madden, uh, Legos, that's all multi-platform, so there's no... NBA NBA Live making a comeback, too. Yeah, NBA Live making a comeback. We'll see, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've seen that happen before, you know, two weeks before the release date. Oh, no. No, never mind. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... You know, so for me, looking at it right now, uh, and one of our good friends, one of my good friends, Peter, uh, when I posted this, he he said he goes, and it's a reason that I don't have to rush out and get a, play, a Sony a PS4 on launch day. Now, if they had released Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. on launch day, that'd be a different story, and I have, totally, I think they if if they were able to get uh, Kingdom Hearts on launch day. They'd sell so many more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would be... I actually... I canceled my pre-order for the PS4. I just want to sit... I just want to sit back. Yeah, I mean, I've never... Watch the war during the holidays. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've never bought consoles launch day. Because there's always bugs and shit. Things never work properly. So, you know, you wait six months, eight months, and everything's fine. And then you go ahead and start... You wait for that tax return like an American. <laughs> right. And you get it. <laughs> as soon as my tax return drops, I'm getting it. I'll get both of those bitches. Boom! <laughs> oh, man. And every game. <laughs> I'll get Zuma Fitness twice. <laughs> Just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So what you got over there? Well, the last thing I want to say about the Xbox and PlayStation 4, both of them. I think um, Nintendo needs to pay attention. That's how you launch a system. Yeah. You have a huge list of games, and you have a plan, and they're coming out on this day, and this day, and this day. If they both follow suit with that, and they probably will. There'll probably be one or two games that get delayed. Right. Guaranteed. But um, they they actually coming out with solid fucking titles. Also, you don't release a game a year after it's been released. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you did with Arkham. Fail. Yeah. Fail. Anyway, so my story is also an open, kind of an open discussion. Um, two MMOs, and actually recently uh, found out too that three MMOs, uh, major MMOs that people are hyped up about: Wildstar, Elder Scrolls Online, and the new Final Fantasy 
online coming out. Um, are all three of them are going to be subscription-based MMOs. So you have to pay a monthly fee, just like World of Warcraft and uh, EVE Online, games like that. Um, this was interesting to me because we're in kind of the age of free-to-play MMOs. Right. And, um, you know, take that as you want. I mean, some people like free-to-play, some people don't. Some games are horrible at free-to-play, and some games are have done it pretty well. Hmm. Um, but it's interesting to me because this could be... this can be very risky mm. um and i'll kind of final fantasy honestly i i'm i'm i just found out about it i really don't know what their game plan is so i'm just kind of not going to talk about it i'm going to pretend it didn't happen <laughs> but just let you know that it is subscription based but uh starting with wildstar so wildstar is the new one it doesn't have any games before it. it's brand new world everything now i think they're at le- the least amount of risk because they're new so the only hurdle they're really going to have to get over is um, is people paying for the game. Right. That's really all they have to do. Um, the game looks sick. Everybody's hyped up about it. Um, a lot of new features that you don't. You, it's a very modern MMO. You know, it's not just the typical click all your. Or, I'm sorry, we don't click skills in MMOs. Um, hit all your hotkeys and uh, you know stand there <laughs> and just fight things like World of Warcraft, <laughs> which is fun, but you know. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, I think, is the one that's really kind of might be fucking up here because they, first of all, they're kind of pulling a Star Wars, uh, Star Wars MMO, the same thing they did. They, I think, I think they're resting, resting too much on their on their uh, intellectual property. Like yeah. it's Elder Scrolls, so everyone's gonna get it right, you know. So we might as well just charge up the ass for it. You have to pay sixty bucks for the game, then fifteen dollars a month. Jesus. To play Elder Scrolls. Um, now, if you put in perspective, World of Warcraft. If you add up all the money you spent for not only the game, like right now, if you wanted to buy, uh, catch up to with all the expansions in World of Warcraft, you pay twenty dollars, and that's the game and the first two expansions. And then I think it's 30 and 40 for the, the next two that you need. So it gets up there. But that game's been out for a while. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, I mean, the game looks cool. Some people are saying that it looks boring. I kind of see that too. But, I mean, it's kind of a little too early to tell what's going on. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was interesting because I expected these games to be free to play. Like, yeah. from the onset. I, I, I didn't expect Final Fantasy to be free to play because it's they, they just... That's a Japanese game. They do what they got to do. Right. You know, but but Elder Scrolls and Wildstar, I did not see them being subscription. I think Wildstar is going to be like $10 a month. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think that one of the reasons why Star Trek started so slow was the fact that you had to pay 60 bucks. One of the reasons why I didn't get it was because you had to pay 60 bucks for the game and then 15 bucks a month. So for the first month, you're paying 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's a bit much for a game that you might be on the fence about. Um, uh, yeah, I think they're kind of pulling a bit of a blizzard, saying like, "Oh, it's a property. You guys are gonna love it just like you do." Wow, I don't think that's the case. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, See, in Elder Scrolls, real quick, the Elder Scrolls lore. And just that whole world is different from World of Warcraft. Not 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 in richness. I mean, um, the Warcraft lore is very rich, very deep. It goes, but it's Elder Scrolls is very serious. Like, yeah. and it, it's very, it's almost you you kind of want to say realistic. Like, if that world could exist somewhere, mm-hmm. Warcraft world could exist, I guess. But it's a little more of a cartoon world. You know, it's right. it's silly things are going on, especially in the beginning. It's a little more serious now. But. Um, I think that, and also, <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Online, they have to get over this huge hurdle. The entire fan base for Elder Scrolls games are single-player gamers. Right. Because every Elder Scrolls game has been a single-player game. And there's a lot of people that are like, I don't want to play this fucking shit. Multiplayer bullshit. You know, because they, they like that single-player experience. There is something special about a Elder Scrolls game because you're in this world, but the story is completely centered around you being a total badass. Like you're the one that's going to save the world. Right. If you're playing with thousands of people, they obviously have to change that. Right. You know, so um, I have a buddy of mine who's very much into the lore of 
Elder Scrolls, and he's mad because he uh, he says the lore is being tweaked here and there to fit this new game model and stuff like that. And there's going to be a lot of people like that. The Elder Scrolls fan base is crazy. Like they they just they get real serious about shit, yeah. you know. So I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, I mean to be honest, um, I really don't think you should be resting on the fact that oh anybody who plays Elder Scrolls is going to come out and spend the sixty bucks and the fifteen bucks a month to play it. I think in in this day, you're not giving them a whole lot of reason except just relying on name recognition alone. And to be honest, there's a lot more players out there that are more sophisticated than that. They won't necessarily buy everything you throw out there. Exactly. So, And especially with MMOs, because like, uh, people who don't play MMOs, they don't realize that. An MMO gamer, when you're looking for an MMO, it's like you're moving into a new place. Because mm-hmm. you're about to invest a lot of time in an MMO if you decide for that to be your MMO. You know, unless it's a super casual one or something like Pirates Online. I'm stupid. You know, but if you're like, okay, I'm going to play Elder Scrolls Online. I want to play this game. That means you, you're you dedicating a lot of your time. Yeah. So so it's it's kind of a big a big decision. You know, and and to just out of the gate, you got to drop 60 bucks in the, in the day and age when there's like 15 other games that either cost 20 or nothing. Right, it's right. it's hard, you know. It, I mean, World of Warcraft, which is a game that's tried and true, you know. I'm, I, I'm not trying to compare the games because they're very different, but um, if someone who's new to MMOs, let's say a kid or whatever, he's like, I want to get in MMOs. He's he's more than likely a going to play when his friends are playing, right? Um, or B, he's going to be like, what's the most popular one? What's the most like polished one that isn't going to cost me an arm and a leg? Okay, World of Warcraft has level one through twenty for free. Yeah. And then if I decide to play, I can drop twenty bucks. You know, yeah. it, it's 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 something that they need to think about. Yeah. You know, and and I think that this is a mistake. Wildstar, I think, is kind of the oddball out of the bunch. I think they can do whatever the fuck they want because nobody, no one's seen anything from Wildstar yet, and that game's kind of different too. So it's 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 just kind of it's kind of a weird one. And but to me, Guild Wars Two, I Guild Wars Two, I think, has the perfect. MMO model. You drop it was when it came out it was sixty bucks, but you do not pay a monthly fee. You just buy the game, right. like any game, and then you go ahead and play it. That's it. You buy the expansions or whatever, but you don't have to pay a monthly fee. I think that's perfect. I think I think if more games like because I understand you you need money to make the damn game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but whatever. I don't want to talk about it too much. But <sighs> all right, silly bitches. <laughs> Moving on into comic news, uh, I can't say that I'm sorry to see it go, but in Marvel's haste to make heroes out of villains, they are announcing the ending of their Venom series this coming October. As I said, I've never been a fan of making heroes out of villains, which is what made those characters popular to begin with, but that was a strategy that when they debuted the series back in March of 2011. Many online sites uh, were noticing the omission of the comic when the November solicitations were released, but decided to reveal the news through their in-house Marvel.com that the series will be ending with Venom issue number 42. Quote, the final six issues all feature new character, new character Mania quite heavily. Venom writer Colin Boone told Marvel.com they are her origin story. Of course, she may not survive. Um, her own origin with the final issue i try to weave in elements that we've seen from the beginning flash's struggle with alcoholism his relationship with his dad of course his injuries uh boone said all these things have made him who he is the character will um not disappear for good but it will appear in the pages of Superior Spider-Man starting November during the Darkest Hours story arc the final issue will hit retailers and online in october um, I picked the issue up when it first debuted. Flash Thompson, of course, in case you're living on a rock, is um, the guy behind Venom. He he lost both his legs um, serving in the military, but being Venom, he actually gets the ability to, you know, walk and run and do all that stuff. But he fights for control, obviously, because Venom is well, Venom. Um, not too sad to see it go. After about six issues, I kind of lost interest in it, and um, yeah, so. That's all I yeah. got to say about it. 
I, I kind of lost interest in that one, like the second issue. Like I just yeah. saw it, it being just the same thing over right. and over. There's a new mission. He almost turns into Venom. Then he doesn't. Like, just, you know what I mean? Just cookie cutter. Right, right. But whatever. Moving right along. Speaking of MMOs, um, Blizzard Entertainment is really gearing up for something because the hype train is leaving the station. Yeah. This, mind you, isn't an insult in any way, and I'm always all in when it comes to some Blizzard hype. The company has started a comic creation contest for its three properties, StarCraft, WarCraft, and Diablo. People can submit original comics themed after one of the three franchises, and Blizzard will select a winner for each of the three months the contest will run. Some nice prizes can be had, with the first month winner getting a Risk StarCraft Collector's Edition board game set. It's just like dope, geeky prizes. Right. Um, second month winner earning a Diablo 3 book of Kane and the last month winner receiving an art of blizzard standard edition book sure it's not an all-out million dollar prized event but it doesn't have to be little things like this is what what did i say <laughs> little, th- little things like this is what not only keeps the community strong but also lets the same community know that that you care um as corny as that sounds uh, as you as you aspiring artists out there should check out the contest uh, FAQ, the link on the um, lazygeeks.com, um, and submit anything you can. The greatest part of all this is that I get to read um, free comics, so please submit as much as you can. Uh, the I don't know. I thought that was cool. Like I thought it was cool because it was there's such a huge company they could easily go, oh you win a million dollars if blah blah blah. But they did something like small. Yeah, and it just and it just kind of shows like, oh, we just fuck it. You can almost see him like, we're just gonna do this shit real quick and let everybody know that we're, you know, we give a give a damn. Yeah, and the thing too is you did it. Sm- they did it small, but they did it that they knew true fans of the site. You know, uh, true fans of the um, of theirs would appreciate that. And I'm sure yeah. there's gonna. I, I guarantee you, out of all the World of Warcraft submissions. There's going probably 70% of them are going to be weird, sexy pictures of the Dark Queen, <laughs> the leader of uh, the Forsaken. She's like this yeah. hot, undead elf chick <laughs> for people who don't play the game. So I'm, I guarantee you there's going to be millions of pictures. So that would be nice. You know, so. <laughs> oh, hey, really quick, uh, just before, before we continue on real quick. Um, Star Trek fans, if you need some Star Trek shit on Blu-ray... Uh, Amazon has a really awesome deal going on, or hopefully, you know, <laughs> still going on, but they're offering like 50 to 60% off like Star Trek Blu rays and shit. So, uh, I was about to say, we giving some away. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd be like, um, why didn't I get them? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm going to be off some bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, just hitting you guys up on that. All right. Um, Going on into tech news, it's not every time that you come across a company that actually apologizes for their missteps. However, with all the missteps they've been taking with their Xbox One and their Windows Phone 8, they needed to do something that showed their customers that they aren't completely asleep behind the wheel. You may have noticed an Outlook outage during um, the week last week, but uh, you were unable to connect your your device with Outlook and SkyDrive. Well, Microsoft has acknowledged the outage when it occurred on August 14th, but they claim that the um, that the issue was 100% fixed by that following weekend. The next web reports that the main issue was, quote, a failure in the catching service that interfaced with the devices using Exchange ActiveSync that created a cascading effect that flooded Microsoft servers with traffic and weren't able to handle the load. This forced them to take down Outlook and SkyDrive for some users. However, that wasn't the worst part. In order to handle the issue, Microsoft was forced to block Exchange ActiveSync for a short time, allowing them to work on the issue. This caused a backlog for mobile devices, but more importantly, Microsoft claims that it needed to change its infrastructure to prevent the issue from reoccurring. Quote, the incident was a result of a failure of catching service that interfaced with the uh, uh, active and most 
including most smartphones, the company claims on the status page. The failure caused the, these devices to receive an error and continuously try to connect to our service. This resulted in a flood of traffic that our services did not handle properly with the effect uh, that some customers were unable to access their Outlook.com email and unable to share their SkyDrive files via email. Microsoft says we are apologizing for letting customers down this week. For some people, this may be not a big deal because web access was restored that first day, but it wasn't until the weekend when they managed to get through the Active Sync backlog. This hasn't been a stellar summer for the company, as they have been receiving flack from their fan base and the internet for their backtracking decisions on their upcoming Xbox One and and um, Nokia, blaming Microsoft on their slow progress of their Windows Phone 8 devices that aren't making a dent in the technology community and don't get us started on their tablets either. So, yeah. What I think is funny is this isn't... I have an Outlook email. This isn't the first time or the second or the third time that there's been an an outage this this year. And I, I found it surprising that for some reason... This time, yeah, got really serious. Like everybody's sort of freaking out because I, there's been a few times where my phone just flat out doesn't work. Because if you have a if you have a Windows phone and your Outlook goes down, nothing works. Your SkyDrive doesn't work. Your email doesn't work. It's it's a pain in the ass. And this isn't the first time it's happened to me. It happened again. I'm like, oh whatever, it's out again. And then the internet was freaking out, and I was like, uh, what happened? <laughs> like, what's different about this time? Um. I just think it's Microsoft is having a horrible fucking year. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I've heard that too. Like, there's always been outage, but for some reason they've picked this time. I guess it's this is almost like this time. Okay, this time it was our bad. You know, it's kind of how it seems, but I don't know. It just seems like you know they've had so many bad things that maybe they took this time to say like, all right, all right, all right, we apologize for this. You know, it's like we appreciate your business. You know, kind of kind of message so i don't know when you get the blue screen of death on your email <laughs> you're like oh man not that again and back when the ps4 and xbox one were first being announced both consoles were revealed to feature video streaming um, the playstation 4 used the service Ustream, while the xbox one would use twitch or twitch.tv um, while Ustream is a decent service, Twitch is the place to go for a lot of gaming gaming broadcasting, and the Xbox One had, in a lot of people's eyes, an advantage in this department. It seems this isn't the case anymore, with Sony confirming Twitch on the PS4 as well. After you link your PS4 to your Twitch account, you'll be able to use the PS4 controller's share button to upload d- directly to the service. There will be an app for those that want to watch other gamers' streams as well giving full functionality over the service. This is a big deal for Sony for a couple of reasons. Firstly, Twitch is an amazing service and is used by millions to not only stream their gaming sessions, but to watch others, including high-profile tournaments. I use Twitch all the time. Like to watch, um, I just recently watched, I forget when I did, but it was like a StarCraft II tournament. It was dope. And people commentating on it and everything. Um, also, if everyone is keeping count... This makes two streaming services for the console as opposed to Xbox One's single service. Um, while it's still very possible Microsoft will announce a second streaming service for the Xbox One, for now the PS4 has the upper hand. And I did realize that I didn't mention that um, while you can stream with Twitch on the Xbox One, the Xbox One will also, you can stream to like live or something. Like you can upload videos to your live account, something like oh, that. Interesting. Which to me kind of doesn't count. Because... Right. You know, obviously, but PlayStation never said you could do that to your PlayStation account. So I guess that is, you know, they're kind of on even playing field in that way. It was pretty dope. Like, I mean, Twitch is is cool. Like, Ustream, I didn't even know it was still around. I know it's used by a lot of people, and that might just be my ignorance because I just I've always used Twitch. But that was one thing that bummed me out. Like, oh man, the PlayStation Four doesn't have Twitch. Like, really? <laughs> and now I'm like, oh okay, that you know, that makes sense. Beast mode. So. <laughs> All right. Well, as we do each and every week, we find the company, person, or entity that does that something that simply reeks of douchebaggery, and they become 
the Lazy Geeks Douchebag of the Week. We kind of covered this in our first story, but uh, we have uh, announced our Douchebag of the Week is the interwebs. Simply for the fierce backlash about Ben Affleck being Batman. Fierce. I mean, granted, if it wasn't for the internet, we'd have nothing to laugh at, giggle about, and simply shake our heads over. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people – and this kind of goes into, like, severe nerd hate. Like, you know, people like actors, but when you start bringing them into a world that they've – created in their minds no one will ever fit that role and especially someone with that hat who had one comic book film that failed not through his not through 100 percent of his own doing but everything around him and also remember this was fox that did that movie yeah and they you know this is the same group of people that did the fantastic four films um, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. So I think for me, the internet really kind of, it really beca- act, um, became douchebags this week. I agree. I, I think that, um, it's just a lot of people, <laughs> they get behind that keyboard, man, and they just troll they out. go They go a little more wild than they would if they were just in a group of people talking. <laughs> because I I saw people on Facebook, my Facebook from like my job or whatever, and they were just going off. Like they were saying the, just crazy shit. You go to work and everyone's like, yeah, I just think it's um, you know, it's just not a good idea. And I'm like, really? Because on Facebook, you said that someone was summoning the devil to get him on the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, come on. It's a, it's a really, it sounded like you know the devil was anally raping your mother. You know, it's like, calm down. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Oh man. So yeah. So yeah, the internet's we blame you this week. Alright, so moseying on over to site comments. Uh Sophie Rocious <laughs> uh commented on my uh story that I just talked about. Uh, Microsoft apologizes for downtime. Uh quote I closed my account. The downtime has happened a couple of times, end quote. So I guess that goes to uh, to your point that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's happened a few times, and this is the one time they choose to acknowledge it. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm just pissed off about it because it, it reminds me of all the times when I try to check my emails down. Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's like when you try to check, you know, when you're anxious to check out, you know, your regular porn site and you can't get through it. You know, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is that Microsoft decides, OK, we're going to use your Microsoft account, which is your email to to access everything now. So your uh-huh. SkyDrive, which has all your files and, and this and that and the other thing. So now it's down. So if you have a Windows phone, this ain't going to work. <laughs> No, it's freaking pissed me off. Yeah, I know, right? I'm lucky I can make a call if my Microsoft account goes down. Well, in which case you'd just be, you know, an Apple customer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. That's not even a diss. That's just true. That's true talk. That's true talk. <laughs> that's real talk. <laughs> All right. Next, then we have next uh, comments. Yours, John Krupa. On my uh, Katie Sackhoff playing Harley Quinn. I say yes, too. Katie is an excellent actress and would be perfect for this type of role. <laughs> yes, she would. I just want to see her in the outfit. I know. That's that's kind of where I'm, I'm like on. Mm. If she could just cosplay it up real quick. See, that's how she. That's how they need to audition people. Especially, you know, like on, oh, oh you want the role? Oh, you want the role? How about you cosplay it? Mm-hmm. So we see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the internet will go wild, and then you'll have a gig for the next like twenty years. Yes, and that seems legitimate to me. 
it, it works out in so many ways. And even if, you know, only one person's going to get the role, but there's still going to be a few that you can add to your uh, repertoire, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the outfit. So, yeah, you, start, you start having that hidden file on your. Right. Start Just going. have where you look around over your shoulder and then you put show hidden files. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, before we <laughs> before we head out, we want to remind you to check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all our podcasting content, including uh, this week's In the Ink podcast, Lazy Ring of Death, and the Cinephile podcast. Like us on Facebook and or add us to your circle on Google+. Follow us on Twitter, at the Lazy Geeks, one word. You can follow me, at TLG, Stephen Vargas. Or you can follow Adam over there, at TLG, Adam O'Reilly. Uh, the Lazy Geeks team is provided by Kevin McLeod. So be sure to leave a comment because if you do, you just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. And you're welcome. Uh, so until next week, a peace out. Come on.